welcome to the Global AI Podcast emanating from the second Global AI Summit in Riyadh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. We will be exploring how AI technology is positively impacting the future of various industries and people's everyday lives. On this episode, we have the principal research scientist, Dr. Fabio Duarte. Dr. Fabio Duarte is from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much. So, Dr. Um, Fabio, you, you've um, worked on uh, MIT's Robust Robot Projects. Uh, you've you've, you've uh, worked on a very... Um, interesting project in Amsterdam uh, to create a fleet of autonomous cars uh, and also advise the World Bank on autonomous mobility. Um, can you give us your opinion on how the implementation of AI ethics and technologies is going to help shape our future? Yes. So I would start with the, the project in Amsterdam and for a, a very simple reason. Actually, what we did in Amsterdam was not a fleet of cars, but boats. And why this is important here? Because Amsterdam, as many cities, they came to us and said, okay, look, uh, we know that we have this development in autonomy and would like to implement autonomous cars in the city. But oftentimes, cities forget about their old infrastructures. Okay. And this case was, okay, but look, you have more than 100 kilometers of canals. Why would you implement autonomous cars? if we have this infrastructure that currently is basically used for tourist attraction. So uh, with uh, two other universities, Wageningen and Delft in the Netherlands, uh, we created this institute, AMS Institute, and we have developed this fleet of autonomous boats. So I think this gives a, a sense of how we, we see technology. Technology is not only something that, okay, let's scrape everything that is from the past and it's bad and let's create a new future from zero but actually how we can reimagine what we have through technology okay and uh, through this experience um how how do how does how do the leaders of artificial intelligence how can they deploy scale and leverage technology in this aspect. One critical aspect for us uh, when we talk about artificial intelligence is that obviously we need data and lots of data. Right. It's very easy when we are talking about uh, the United States for instance but when we go to other countries or even small towns in the United States sometimes it's very often to find data even because it's not collected or mm -hmm. because part of our lives they are not translated easily into data. So one very simple thing, all these smells, when we, when we go to different places and we start feeling, mm, but I, 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 I can see, I, I can feel some different smells here in this place. You cannot collect that. Okay. So I think one challenge that AI has in the future is how to grasp one part of reality that is not easily translated into data. It comes from things as I mentioned, smells, but also sometimes with cultural values, how we translate those two things, one very tangible and another which is very cultural, how we translate this into data. This is one of 
one of the critical challenges that we have in the AI realm. Okay, and uh, how do you overcome these challenges, in your opinion? Yeah, one uh, thing that we are trying to do uh, a lot uh, is to engage, first to engage people, uh, asking their opinion uh, and seeing which type of, for instance, which type of media they are using, but also uh, another thing that's quite important, as I mentioned, is okay, how we look to other uh, infrastructures that already use other type of data. And I'll give you an example. A few years ago, we started a project actually nearby in Kuwait uh, to, to, to monitor uh, sewage. So we, th we knew that there was a lot of public health information into the sewage system. But once the city deploys the sewage system, people usually forget. So if you go to the toilet, you flush, it's gone. Mm -hmm. But we thought, okay, perhaps if we develop some technologies to monitor what's inside sewage, okay. ideally in real time, we could find new things. And we did find. We find uh, that we could track flu. And then eventually a, a, a small company was launched in 2018. And this company is monitoring uh, COVID in the okay. whole United States. But also we found uh, excess, excess of salt consumption through the sewage. So there are lots of things of our behaviors that if we have the right sensors, we can see in the world in different ways. All right. And expanding past, you know, monitoring uh, sewage, mm. how, uh, you know, how does AI play a pivotal role in urban planning and also in real estate development? Yeah. In urban planning, uh, one simple example is about mobility. So we have uh, cars driving around all the time. Uh, in here in Riyadh is an example. But once we were looking at uh, taxes in New York, and we thought, look, we have too many taxes in New York. Actually, taxes in New York, they have more than 150 million trips per year. It's a lot. So. Our question at the time was, okay, perhaps m some of these trips, they, they are taking people from the same location and dropping the people to the same other location. So our question is that how many of these trips could be shared? So using these 150 million trips, we start training a model to optimize trips in New York. And we could prove that indeed uh, we could have 30% less cars Okay. Having the same trips in New York only by optimizing their their routes. So I think this is something that only with new models such as AI we can do. We could not do with different methodologies that we had before. All right, and uh, of course there is you know as you mentioned earlier there is challenges for, you know in implementing AI in various sectors and also uh, to have an added value in our day-to-day -day lives um, what are some of like the key challenges that you know AI faces in general at the moment yeah I would say that there are two challenges one of them which is kind of more debated even here in the conference which is about ethics and AI so if we're collecting so much data, uh, who's in control of this data? Even okay. when we think, that, okay, oh, it's a distributed system, but some, somebody has the key to the pipe. Okay. Meaning that, okay, yeah, everybody can, can distribute data, it's open source, etc. But if someone says, okay, yes, but I'm shutting down the internet, the data stops flowing. Therefore, this ethical aspect 
of data, but also the ethical aspects of the infrastructure that allow data to flow is critical. The other challenge is to create uh, surprises. What I mean by that? I mean that nobody, I don't know if you have known anyone who has moved to a city because the city has smart street lights. Nobody moves there. People move to cities because they are vibrant, they, they are lively, they, they create surprises. So I think we need to take optimization as the single goal of AI and bring to AI, okay, how we can create new experience, new surprises to people. And this is what will bring people to places. The Global AI Summit is uh, talks about AI now, AI next, and AI never. So you've given us the next. Yeah, yeah. Where do you see artificial intelligence now at the moment? And, and how can uh, it be bridged to the future to develop uh, these theories that you're talking about right yeah. now? But you are mentioning more in the in the never or, or in, in the next? Well, I think let's take it to the next and then we'll get into the never. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because I think the, the, the next, uh, what I'm seeing and I'm very happy with that is that uh, after a, a few years when AI was basically a, a matter of universities and tech companies, now we have languages so easily learned that people everywhere is playing with AIs. Okay. Therefore, uh, we we start seeing uh, communities uh, in, in in the middle of Brazil or in Latin America that they are employing AI themselves to create uh, to understand their cities and to create new services for themselves. So I think this is a next that I'm very excited about because then the the, the when data is freely available then people start playing uh, in, in a more, I think, amazing way and surprising way. All right, and that, that goes to uh, my next point, which is the overall theme of the second global AI summit, is that artificial intelligence is here to benefit humanity. Mm. Um, in, you know, in, in, in your opinion, as a head re lead researcher, uh, scientist, how can where do you see AI benefiting humanity? Even even if uh, it's uh, not an, imp uh, an implementation in our current lives, but let's say in theory in the future. Yeah, I see AI benefiting uh, humanity when it disappears. What I mean by that, for instance, uh, probably you don't know whether and how many street lights you have in front of your house. Okay, but probably there are a few. So what I mean by that is that uh, when technology is strong, technology disappears. We don't know if there is an AC here or not. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many uh, lights... Uh, light it conveniently blends into your day-to-day -day life. To the, to the life and then it disappears. And I think AI will with AI, it will happen the same. When it starts to disappear and we don't notice anymore, then it becomes powerful. Okay. And this is what's happening with, uh, going back to our initial point, with uh, autonomous cars. All right. So when cars become truly autonomous, we don't even note that there, if there is a driver or there is not a driver there, I don't care. Uh, there is a system reading the world and navigating the world safely. This is AI at its best. 
Okay, that's a very interesting take. Um, unfortunately, this is the uh, all the time that we have for this interview. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you, and uh, you've given us some really valuable insight. And uh, we hope uh, you enjoy the rest of your visit here at the second Global AI Summit emanating from Riyadh, the Kingdom of Saudi Thank Arabia. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very you. much.